podcast where we talk about our entire buttholes with your hosts the forte jorge and double penetration double potato kelsey nailed it <laughs> fucking aces <laughs> welcome to the gaming disorder podcast part two of our e3 coverage spectacular covering obviously day two and three of e3 going over capcom's press conference as well as nintendo's e3 direct i mean we recorded last night the first part of this so i can't really ask you what you've been playing yeah Uh, i've been playing uh the computer at work (laughs) yeah yeah i'm still playing digimon uh currently breaking my life with it um (laughs) It's just the game, the post game is so weird because the leap in difficulty from like the last chapter of the game to the last part of the game and then the post game is absurd. Is like the leap in difficulty is just dramatic to the point where I had to find a way to like increase the stats of my babies while they were still babies and get them so high that they were higher than like my mega level Digimon when they were alive before they died. Um, and I'm like feeding them chips to like raise their stats. And they're like, we don't like this. And I'm like, fucking eat it. <laughs> um, I fucking eat it. <laughs> yeah. So that's how my life is going. But I got one more trophy uh, for my first DNA Digivolution. How many was... trophies are, do you have left? uh i want to say 11 11 11 trophies yeah i think i need i think i need 29 in dark souls 2 it's mostly just like progression so i'm not i was gonna ask you if you ever saw the digimon movie but then i remember you told me you never really watched digimon period so the chances of you having seen the movie i'm not gonna lie phenomenal movie i sometimes watch it just because i'm bored i I thoroughly enjoy the, the the movie. It was actually like a three part mini series in Japan, but then they dubbed it and then they actually released it in movie theaters. Actually, now that I think about it, my dad took me to go see that. Also, Kim Wilder's Kids in America plays in the movie. So shout out to that movie. That movie, that song, I mean, has one of the greatest bass lines I've ever heard. I just love the bass line of Kids in America. Um, great fucking song. Great fucking song. Also in uh, Metal Gear, uh, the Phantom Pain. You can find the little one of my Metal Gear hoodies. Nice Metal Gear. I'm like trying to show you. It's not working. Every time we bring up your Metal Gear hoodie, you do your best to show me. Yeah. Uh, your Metal Gear hoodie. Yeah. I'm thoroughly impressed by it. It, It's here here let me let me uh scarecrow myself for a second so you can see my my clothing options i love it stupid it's great so what disappointment are we gonna talk about first well why don't we just go over uh the sunday recap 
the PC gaming show slash future game show for E3. Uh, they showed us uh, some new gameplay footage from Two Point Campus, the sequel to Two Point Hospital. I know we briefly talked about that. Uh, they showed a little bit of more story details for Dying Light 2, and they showed a new trailer, which, I mean, I know how much I've said about how I love Dying Light. Um, I will probably say Dying Light 2 is one of the games I'm most excited for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, my excitement is not that much. I don't really get excited for yeah. a lot. But Dying Light 2, just because I love Dying Light 1 so much, um, is one of the games that I'm definitely looking forward to getting into uh, when it comes out. Um, I'm 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 officially on Media Blackout for it. Like, I'm ready. I don't need to see anything else. I don't need to know any more details. Like, let me find out once I have it. Right. So, um, they, Gabe Newell, obviously from Valve, announced a Steam Next Fest event, which is going to be bringing free demos and games to Steam from June 16th to the 22nd of June. Uh, a new Hello Neighbor 2 trailer was revealed. Uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate Gameplay video shows off Tropical Resort Act 2. Uh, they had another trailer for Vampire the Masquerade, Swan Song. So shout out to, like I said, the other five people who played that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's all just developers. Yeah, Square Enix also had a event. They're a little, you know, I, I feel weird calling these things conferences because I feel like because this is the first year that E3 is back, because playstation's not there like they're like what do we need to fill time and they just had a bunch of extra stuff so square enix had you know their thing they showed off the guardians of the galaxy game that they're currently doing some gameplay footage and a trailer i thought it looked pretty interesting um it's supposed to come out the 26th of october 2021 whether or not that happens uh we will see because I'm just thoroughly confused because this is Square Enix who released Marvel's Avengers, I think, last year. And I'm pretty sure by the majority of the player base of that game is considered, quote unquote, dead. Um, So I'm just interested to see what this Guardians of the Gap, from what I understand, it's more single player. You're playing a Star-Lord, a.k.a. Peter Quill. Um, So I, I guess I'm just... I'm I'm just interested, I guess, to to see like what direction you're trying to go with this. I saw like um, a close up of like the character design, mm-hmm. um, for some of those characters, and they look hit. Like I really, the only one that I liked was the one for Rocket. Right. His was the only one. Like that's the problem. I feel like it's kind of like when they first show the characters from Marvel's Avengers, like for the last 10 years or so everyone has this picture of their head of what captain america is supposed to look like right what iron man is supposed to look like and then you have like these seeing like the versions of everyone from the square enix marvel's avengers game it looked like the kmart version of like the avengers you know you had a like you had lego and then you had go blocks or Roblox. roblox i don't remember yeah and then you know you have you have Gatorade and then you have Powerade. You have it's, it's just like Square makes incredible characters for their own franchises, right? Like everyone yeah. can agree. Like Final Fantasy, those characters are fucking beautiful. <laughs> like, I want to date greatest, all of them. 
character designs ever. I think it's from four. Uh, please don't crucify me if this is fucking wrong, but I'm just going based off of my shit memory. Uh, Kefka, which is one of the antagonists from Final Fantasy IV, uh, he just has like this court jester design. And I mm. love that character design so much. Um, other characters that I really like in the Final Fantasy universe, like I really like Auron, uh from Final Fantasy X. He always has like his arm like in his robe and he has like an obnoxiously long sword. And why wouldn't he? Because it's Final Fantasy. Right. Um, I just I think really it's crazy did. that they like messed up that bad. Yeah. Like, I, I just, it, it's funny when I think, you know, Square Enix, like I appreciate their soiree into like licensed franchises because, you know, I'm all for people trying new things. I'm just curious if this is the right. I'm like, is this really the direction like you need to be going in? Because I feel like if there is one company that should go back into the, all of their old reserves and start re-releasing stuff, it is square. Like, yeah. Why is there not a new final fantasy tactics game? Like the only final fantasy tactics I believe was, um, on the PS1. And I think there was another one called uh, War of the Lions, but I don't know if that was even in the tactics style game. But I was like, where's four? Like, why do I just have to play these shitty mobile ports of old Final Fantasy games? Because that's really like when you're downloading like on Steam, you're kind of getting like it's it's the mobile version. It's not like the original fucking version. So mm. um it just makes me sad because they they have a lot of potential, but they obviously are focusing on like Final Fantasy remake and you know the process that that took to make that come to light. But um, yeah, I don't know the whole Square Enix Marvel franchise crossover. I'm just I, I think I'm just a little bit burnt out on um, on Marvel stuff for a yeah. while. So um, I mean, especially because yeah the game before wasn't that good i mean from what i've heard from other people like it just wasn't great at all it died down pretty quickly (laughs) yeah so they uh they said that final fantasy pixel remaster was going to be coming soon to steam and mobile which is some of the old pixelated titles uh legend of mana remaster coming the 24th of june to ps4 nintendo switch and pc that's pretty big i know a lot of people love legend of mana i for one, never played it, but, you know, this might give me a reason to play it. Um, they did, however, go back to Avengers and, you know, highlight a new tra- uh, a new trailer for the Black Panther DLC uh, that's called War for Wakanda. So hopefully that does bring some of that player base, you know, some some new content. Um, and we'll see if it, there is a resurgence, but I just don't see this game kind of like I feel like kind of the damage is already done with it. But then again, I don't really know anyone who's super committed to this game. So <laughs> it's it's hard for me to say. Um, Life is Strange is getting a remastered collection, which is uh, going to be coming out September 30th of this year. Uh, Life is Strange True Colors gets a new trailer ahead of its September 10th uh, release date. Uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin trailer teases a new Final Fantasy game with a PS5 demo coming soon. And this is not uh, Final Fantasy 16. So very interesting to see that they have three Final Fantasy games in development, uh, being Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster, Final Fantasy 16, and Final Fantasy Origin. 
Um, obviously, two of those titles are a lot smaller than Final Fantasy 16, but um, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how Square kind of pulls off. You know, Square Enix is when I think of them, I'm like, this is Final Fantasy. This is what you do. Like, make it happen. Yeah. I. It seems like a lot for them. I mean, just knowing from releases releases that they do put out and one how they're pretty much always pushed back and just how long people have waited for certain things from square it's, it's a lot on their plate yeah because remember square was for a while they were doing tomb raider they were doing hitman yeah um they've they've been you know kind of dipping into more western uh centric games you know with a more western audience because as much as people love final fantasy when you talk about like casual gamers it's still a niche sort of thing mm-hmm. um you know to us obviously final fantasy 7 huge fucking thing but if we're talking about like you know fucking brian who buys three games a year and one of them is call of duty you know it's like what the fuck it's final fantasy so um i do appreciate them kind of crossing over and you know stepping in with other titles but um i'm just waiting for for that thing from square that makes me really care again because i let me let me reiterate this as much as i love the first two games i could not give a shit less about kingdom hearts okay and from what i understand even the diehard kingdom hearts fans in my life didn't really care for three okay so i'm like if you don't have that and your last soiree into final fantasy like a new final fantasy all right was 15 the game that never stopped coming out because that game came out like 15 different times Mm -hmm. it's like here's this version here's the pocket version here's the fucking movie that you have to watch to understand part of the game i'm like what is happening so I'm excited to see with 16 uh, the the way that they go, but I I've I've said this a few times in conversations with people. I would love Square to just go back and make like a 2D fucking pixelated Final Fantasy game. Like I would, I would love that, love especially because like that. I have never had interest in Kingdom Hearts. I've tried them, I just don't give mm-hmm. a shit about them. And 15 in that demo, it felt so much like Kingdom Hearts. I said, nope, I'm not playing this, <laughs> and I didn't play yeah. it. So. I'm nervous for new Final Fantasies that they come out with because I really didn't care about 15 so much. Um, so it would be nice if they did go back to a pixelated one. How did would you not feel be upset. about? How did you feel about the cult classic cinema defying genre that was Final Fantasy Spirits Within? I don't even remember it, to be honest. You mean that first Final Fantasy movie that came out in like 2001? Was it 2001? Mm, I thought I was younger. I always think that I'm younger. It's usually when I uh, (laughs) I run. (laughs) Like, we're 30. We are both 30. That is correct. Oh, wow. 2001. Holy shit. Fucking nailed that. Damn. Good job. Yeah, I really yeah. don't remember it. I remember my brother being telling us we all had to go see it. So my brother, my sister, my dad, and I, we all went. I just, I really don't remember. I don't remember a lot from my being young. Now. Wow. This is a pretty, this is a pretty like star-studded cast. We have Alec Baldwin as Captain Gray. 
We have Steve Buscemi as Neil, Ving Rhames, uh, James Woods, who a lot of you will know as the voice of Hades from the Hercules uh, Disney movie, um, and Keith David, who voices damn near fucking everything. Um, yeah, so shout out to them for having, uh, in 2001, a pretty um, pretty solid cast here. Interesting. I'm just going through the cast now. Huh. <laughs> okay. Impressive. So, but anyway, onward and forward to our uh, Xbox Bethesda E3 <laughs> recap. <sighs> you ready for this, Kelsey? No. I'm, I'm going to do my best to not sound like a fucking hating ass hater. Okay. Um, <laughs> But I am just going to give my honest fucking feelings, okay? Yeah. So let them know. Let's, let's talk about the first thing, okay? Starfield gets a release date. It is going to be coming out November twenty, uh, November eleventh of twenty twenty two. Okay. Now, this is the Bethesda title that's been in the works for you know close to two decades. It's supposed to be the first game running on their new engine. And it has been described as Skyrim in space. <laughs> they showed a trailer for it. It looked very Bethesda Fallout-like. What I am genuinely confused about, what I'm very genuinely confused about, prior to E3, all anyone knew was the title of the fucking game. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's all anyone really fucking knew about it. Minor details here and there, but nothing of real consequence. And now you see this fucking trailer and it was like, oh my god, Starfield is going to be... How? How do you know? Based off of the trailer that they showed you? I'm sorry, I would say this if fucking Sony bought Bethesda. I would be saying the same fucking thing I promised you I would. Bethesda has burned me on the last few fucking games that have come out. Fallout 76 fucking um obsidian did outer worlds and we'll talk a little bit about that um in a little bit but i don't understand the hype that i heard i'm like oh my god star i was like what are you basing your hype on other than you yeah. got a trailer and this game isn't going to be coming out for over a year okay over hey, a fucking I, year i mean Xbox fans need to be excited over something other than Game Pass. They need something. And we said George. we said this much. Game Pass is fucking awesome. All right? Oh yeah, Games absolutely. Pass, it's fucking awesome. We give credit to where credit is due. I just I don't really succumb to like the hype because I'm more like I need to know I need to have a foundation before I can like start getting excited about something. Right. Okay, same. Because- I mean. It- and that was the same even, like, you know, coming from me, who's, you know, you're freaking from soft fangirl, I'll take anything they give me. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know, Elden Ring, nah, I don't know how I feel about it. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know, they, if they didn't give you anything, how can you be so excited? That's kind of where I'm at. Like, they you didn't know? give you anything. Like, if they didn't really... <sighs> I'm just confused. I really am because I'm like, what are you basing this on? And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with being excited, but I'm like, 
people are already talking like this is the end all be all. And I'm like, what literal information are you basing this on? No Man's Sky. The trailer that you saw. Remember how excited everyone was for No Man's Sky? Remember how excited how everyone was like, oh, my God, the greatest game of our generation is going to be Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> like. You guys remember that? <laughs> no one remember just a few months ago. Like you were threatening people. Debacle. And that's why I'm like, I reserve my hype until I know something is good. Or like I said, it's just one of those things of like, you had the most minimal amount of information and I saw the internet and it was like, Starfield is finally here. I was like, well, no, it's not because it's slated for 2022. Is it going to come out at that date? Yeah. I guarantee you Starfield gets delayed. Yeah, you have more than and a year for that. As well as should be because if this is your first game and you say that this game is 20 years in fucking development, or you know in planning okay your game on your new engine let's talk about fallout 4 let's talk about fallout 3 let's talk about fallout new vegas all these games had like the bethesda jank to it just janky shit happens People are clipping through shit. Sometimes the game breaks. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. New Vegas on the PS3 had this thing where like if you left a fucking door open in the Las Vegas strip, it would remember everything that was inside. And then that would cause it to take up like all of the console's processing power. And then the game would crash. Okay. So I think that if this is going to be your thing that you're promoting as like the thing, the new Fallout then I think that you need to take as much time as you can. I think you need to shut the fuck up about it because here's what's going to happen now. You announced your date. Great. Any sort of press thing that Bethesda does, that Xbox does from now on, people are going to be like, well, what about Starfield? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like the dilemma. And sometimes it is better to give a little bit of something instead of nothing at all. But, and this is E3. This is the place to fucking do it. Xbox definitely came out guns blazing. Why? Because they fucking had to. Yeah. Okay. Because they had to. They could not have shown up to E3 talking about fucking TVs and movies again. It would have been done. It would have been a or fucking even rap for talking about the console that isn't selling as well as the PS5. Yeah, and I'm not even here to be like, oh, it's it's not as good as if a PlayStation. No, I'm I'm just I'm just oh, no, telling I'm not you even how that, but they they had to yeah. pull something big. You literally had to do this. Like now is the time for you to start flexing your muscle and start showing why you've been buying all these fucking studios, why you've been doing all this. It's like show the people the reason that they should be excited about having a fucking Xbox other than Game Pass. But right. So yeah, Starfield, you know, it it looks interesting. Like I said, if I'm interested enough in it, I'll probably just get it on PC or whatever. Um, another thing that I found slightly irritating, they showed the new multiplayer trailer for Halo Infinite. And it has a release of holiday 2021. So we'll see if that comes out. But here's the thing. To me, someone who played Halo 2 and Halo 3 back when I had an Xbox... Halo Infinite just looked like more Halo, like new Halo. And I was like, oh my God, fucking Halo. And I was like, maybe my brain just doesn't work that way. Because I was like, 
what is the difference? It's just prettier. Maybe new weapons, new maps, and shit like that. But it's like if you showed me the next trailer for the newest Call of Duty, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. It's still Call of Duty. But like I said, I'm trying to really, really not come off as being a fucking hater for this. It's just... it's so hard it, it's so hard for me to 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 even voice my opinion because i'm like why are you excited and be excited if you if you're genuinely excited that's great i'm happy for you i'm happy there are things out there that are making you happy and things that everyone has to look forward to but i'm like what is the difference right like <laughs> I don't because know. Maybe I'm just not... talking shit because I love Gran Turismo and it's basically the same fucking game every time. Yeah, so but maybe at least, I'm just... I mean, the thing is, like, you can also own up to it. Like, I don't know. I feel like if, even if you were to see a new Gran Turismo, you know, trailer, you wouldn't be like, oh my fucking God. You'd just be like, okay, here's my money. Cool. Vibe out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they showed the new trailer for The Outer Worlds 2, the first trailer, actually, uh, to confirm that it's in production. Another thing that I was genuinely confused about, but I'm happy that for the people who were happy about it, um, because from what I remember, the Outer Worlds did not do super great. I didn't like it. And it reviewed, it reviewed fine. You know, some people were giving it seven, some people were giving me eights. I don't remember anyone being like, yo, here's a nine, here's a ten. I'm sure someone did, but, you know, it was kind of released to like mixed reviews. So, you know, shout out to them for doing that. Um, sea of Thieves, a Pirates Live trailer confirms an in-game crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean. So I, I like watching people play Sea of Thieves on like Twitch and stuff. Um, it's pretty funny that like they're on a fucking boat and then like a kraken shows up and starts like tearing their boat apart and someone's like shooting it with a spear and then some guys like in the bottom of the boat like with a bucket fucking trying to take water out of the boat so it doesn't sink and then a fucking megalodon shows up and also attacks the boat at the same time so um see if these is like one of the games where i was like oh i wish this was on playstation because it, it, it looks like one of those fun games uh to play with like friends uh so they showed a roadmap for fallout 76 uh revealing uh season four five six and seven uh doom eternal and nine more Bethesda games are coming to Xbox Games Pass. Of course they are. Um, they showed a trailer for Forza Horizon 5, uh, confirming a date for November 9th, 2021. Uh, Xbox Flight Simulator is going to be getting a console release on Xbox Series, uh, confirmed for July 27th, 2021. Uh, they showed gameplay footage from Battlefield 2042. And they showed uh, Arcane Austin's next game, Redfall. So this, obviously, I don't think that they had showed anything about it before or even like what it is, but it, it had a very interesting trailer, you know, vampires and stuff. Um, I, <sighs> vampires are one of those things I think me and you were talking, Kelsey, about how like vampires are kind of like pirates to me of like, it's so hard for at least in the thing in terms that I like in media and stuff, it's so hard for you to make them cool because that line right. between cool and tacky is so fucking thin. Yeah. Um, that's why I hate most movies with vampires in them. Um, I'll be honest. I think I've talked about my hate for leather, not as like an activist thing, more just like, I think leather looks really fucking stupid. It's the reason I don't like the matrix. Uh, it's the reason why I find it difficult to enjoy the underworld movies um i just think leather is dumb there i fucking said it leather is stupid 
wasn't uh Queen of the Damned Aaliyah? Wasn't she a vampire? I, she was like some type of vampire. I thought. See, but that was a great movie. Yeah, that was a great movie. That that, that is movie. the only time where it's like hell yeah. <laughs> Netflix is Castlevania. That doesn't count though. I thought we were talking like Queen, live action, like real. Queen of the Damned. No, I'm talking about just media in general, like because uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, where Gary Oldman plays Dracula. That's a great fucking movie. Um. See, and it's like those three things that I can think of off the top of my head where I think like vampires are actually cool. Oh, what about uh, uh, little vampires? What? There was a little vampire movie and it had like the little kids and they were like vampires. <laughs> no? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Please expound on this. this I get it's, a, an anim- it's an animated movie? No, no, no. It's it's a real, real kids. It's the kids it's from... Like, like Boss Baby? That one Maguire movie where he's like, the human head weighs eight pounds. Okay, uh, let me see. Wow, I still have no idea what you're talking about. I don't even know what that was from. What was that? It has uh, the Tom guy in it. Tom Cruise? Is that his name? You're talking about Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire, that's it. I just said Maguire. I was like, I don't remember. No, I I am I'm fairly certain I've never seen that. Um, <laughs> little vampires, they're just little kids, but yeah, it's that cute little blonde kid that says, "Human head, face eight pounds." Oh, I remember only I, the I, good things in this trash brain. <laughs> I love learning new things about you because I can't tell you how long I sat up last night thinking, "Wow." I never would have pegged you for um, I never would have pegged you for a person who buys just dance. And then I was like, that's an interesting thing to know about somebody. Yeah. Like you answered a question that I had had in my life since I've been aware of video games, which is who the fuck is buying just dance? And then so it turns out- on my PS4, one drunken Christmas many years ago, clearly because I was drinking, I bought just dance on that. And I loved it. And then I just, I didn't buy it every year. I bought the most recent one because Blackpink was on it. So I was like, oh, yeah, K-pop. Yeah. Exactly like that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Does your dad play Just Dance? No. I mean, maybe if he gets drunk enough. I'll get him drunk. Oh, 100%. You guys will literally everything he mostly likes whiskey hell yeah whiskey and just he has like a bunch of beers downstairs does he drink bourbon i don't know i really don't know i mean Mm. there's a bunch of alcohol downstairs in our basement oh yeah you guys have a basement Hmm. yeah so when you come out we'll just uh you guys can play records and talk and you i'm best friends with my dad that's going to be awesome. I'm going to be best friends with all the Rudlings. Just the ones that count. Just the ones that count, yeah. <laughs> Which ones don't count? Say it on the air. Say names. <laughs> Everyone else. <laughs> uh, except for my dad and I. Ooh. Yeah, no, that's Trust me, that's more than enough. <laughs> <sighs> so, moving on to... Tuesday's Nintendo E3. 
I actually watched this while I was at work. So the first thing that I I just genuinely had a, a, a good laugh about, I have obviously expressed in the past my love for the Tekken franchise. And who else but Kazuya Mishima is going to be coming to Smash Bros. Um, in a Tekken crossover. So I have certain feelings about this because Smash is one of those games where I'm like, you keep trying to get me. You keep trying to get me. And I just don't think I'm 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 I don't think I'm invested in caring about Smash. Right. I own it. I don't play it. <laughs> I own like two copies of it. Yep. And Sephiroth reveal, super cool. Yep. It's the last time um, I played. The, Ka- <laughs> the Kazuya one looked pretty cool. Uh basically what it was, it was him throwing Ganondorf off of a mountain. As many of you I'm sure remember in Tekken 3. When Kazuya throws his father, Haihachi Mishima, into off of a ravine. Because when he was younger, Haihachi threw him off of a mountain. And basically, when he's dying at the bottom of the ravine, that's when he makes a deal with the devil, quote-unquote. And then he gets the devil gene in him that's built from hatred, obviously. So then Kazuya repays the favor by throwing him into a volcano. This is, of course, what sets the events of Tekken 4. All right. Turns out Hayachi Mishima not dead, fully alive. Spoilers. And we have the <laughs> events of Tekken Five, where at the end Kazuya betrays Hayachi, and then of course in come all the gunjacks, and they're fighting, and then basically one of them attaches themselves to Hayachi, and it blows up, and then you have Raven off in the distance. He's like Hayachi Mishima is dead, and it's like no, he's not. He's actually still alive. So, but I'm sure everyone already knew that. And then. Five, six, and seven came out. Uh, six and seven came out, six but then seven. the story got really convoluted. That, yeah, that's when it got convoluted. <laughs> oh god! So yeah, shout out to Smash. I'm. It's interesting because it, he has all of his move sets, and uh, shout out to me for instantly knowing the song of the Hihachi level uh, from Tekken that they're putting in smash so i was like okay that's cool that is the one thing that i like about smash is when they put characters in and they put a stage in and music they really do go the extra mile to make it like authentic as shit so mm-hmm. of course kazuya has his rising uppercut and that one really obnoxious kick that's you know diagonal forward circle 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 where it's basically high mid low 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 and then you can actually transition into an uppercut from it if you cut it short um, but I'm sure everyone already knew that. So yeah, Kazuya Mishima is going to be in Smash. Um, I just want Bayonetta and Sephiroth to just beat me up at the same time. That'd be cool. <sighs> I could only hope. Dominican Sephiroth can't hurt you. He's not real. I have to send you a picture of Dominican Sephiroth. <laughs> He's got like a Yankee fitted on. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> God, don't ruin my boyfriend for me. Oh no, I just need him shirtless uh, and with sadness in his eyes. <laughs> Square Enix's Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be coming on Nintendo Switch. Uh, so shout out to that if you want to play that in 720p. Um, <laughs> a new 2D Metroid game was revealed in a trailer. Uh, yes. Apparently, this is the first 2D Metroid game in close to 20 years, uh, Metroid Dread. 
So I actually saw this and I was like, I am definitely interested in this slash. I will never fucking play this game because I have tried playing 2D Metroid and I'm not going to lie. I'm just stupid. I'm just fucking stupid. <laughs> You're the not? term Metroidvania comes from Metroid and Castlevania. Yep. Like you exploring, obviously reaching a section that you can't pass. Later on, you will come across this item or this thing that then lets you to back. It allows you to backtrack and then now have access to this area. Listen, I don't have time for that shit. All right. The closest game that I will say that's really good in the Metroidvania ilk is Gato Robato. All right. A black and white game on the Switch where you play a cat that rides a mech. Put Gato Robato in Smash. (laughs) It's great. It's like 10 bucks, too. It's great. It's like. It's like a great first entry into like a, a Metroid esque game. Um, Need to add that but, to my wish list. Yeah. Um, Worms Rumble is going to be coming to Switch on uh, June 23rd, 2021. Uh, shout out to my brother in law. He loves Worms. Um, the Worms games, not just Worms in mm-hmm. general. Uh, uh, I remember he, w- he used to play one on the phone that he got me into. Um, worms war something like that but yeah though i never had any connection to the worms games other than that but i do remember having some fun with it so shout how out does to he uh how does he feel about centipedes of the human I don't know, I have to ask him. of the human variety yeah <laughs> uh they announced post-launch content for super mario golf super rush uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is launching exclusively on Nintendo Switch on November 12th, 2021. They showed a trailer. It looked pretty cool. Obviously, me being a fan of Persona, uh, I'm not going to play this because, uh, you know, I, I, uh, uh, anyway, a new WarioWare uh, Wario game is coming out. WarioWare, get it together. Wow, that sentence was really constructed to work against <laughs> me. Uh, revealed for the first time, and it will include multiplayer. I know a lot of people liked the WarioWare game on the Wii. Um, it was one of those eShop titles. It was like $10. It wasn't yeah. like a full-blown game. And then the, I think they might have made like another WarioWare game on like the DS or something like that. But I'm I'm, I'm really proud of Nintendo for like sticking to this quirky, nonsensical fucking style game for like Wario. It, um, it sold really well um, when I worked at GameStop. I've just, mm-hmm. every time someone would buy it, I'd be like, what the, what the fuck did you just ask me? Yeah. What? what are you saying to me right now? Yeah, what? I don't... Is it a Wario game? <sighs> that is one of my... I guess you could call it one of my toxic traits. It's one of like the negative things that I consider about myself is... When someone says something and I don't hear them, instead of me saying, like, oh, can you repeat that? Or, um, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, mm-hmm. My initial reaction and without any, like intention of my own it just comes out uh someone says something i'm like what the fuck did you just say to me right now <laughs> and <laughs> it just it, it always turns into a problem because they're like hey i asked you what you wanted for lunch i'm like then fucking say that you know because i get aggravated because if there's anything i hate i hate repeating myself i yeah. really hate repeating myself it's one of my mm, mm, i don't like it i don't like it just fucking hear me hear me listen to me I love that. Okay, well, now I know. (laughs) (laughs) And then the show finished off with a brand new trailer for the sequel of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is supposed to be coming out in 2022, which I highly doubt. Um, 
but yeah, that was uh, you know, that was Nintendo's uh E3 Direct. It was pretty cool. Uh, they also mentioned that they are bringing back Advance Wars. Advance Wars, a very popular game on the Game Boy. Um, so I'm glad to see that franchise coming back. Uh, I know a lot of people fucking loved Advance Wars, like loved. I think it. they had and, also announced um a new Game and Watch, is what I read. Yes, it is. So much like the previous Game and Watch that they were releasing. Uh, they are releasing a new one that is uh, Zelda 1, 2, and 3, the original uh, NES games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has like a clock and Zelda theme. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they also uh, mentioned that Skyward Sword, uh, the HD remake that's coming out to Switch. Of course, the game came out on the Wii. It's a, I think in the Zelda timeline, it is the earliest Zelda game because it actually tells you the lineage of how the Master Sword comes to be and why it is that the games are kind of called the Legend of Zelda, why the importance is focused on Zelda. But it being on the Wii, it was motion related, uh, motion uh, controls. So it's pretty cool. What they're doing now is they're giving you the option to not only use the Joy-Cons as motion controls and they are more... um, there's improved motion controls with the switch joy cons but also they are releasing uh zelda themed joy cons and the one is uh has the print of the shield and that's the one that you use to you know bring your shield up in skyward sword and the other one has the design of the master sword and then that's the one that you use as the sword so i thought that was pretty neat you know yeah that is pretty cool i'm super happy that i have the switch light and i don't have to do those motion controls yeah, I have a Switch Lite and a regular Switch, and I'm telling you, I'm surprised there was no mention of the new Switch Pro. All right, that's got to be. I'm. I, I know I said it. I think on one episode we're dealing with, it, I was like, I would not be surprised if in a year or so that they mention here's a new Switch fucking Pro. I'm gonna assume it's called the Switch Pro, knowing Nintendo, they're gonna call it something really fucking stupid like the new Nintendo Switch, like they did this with new, the new the new 3DS. Yeah. I'm like, you. What do you mean? new 3ds and it's like oh here's a pikachu one that plays super nintendo you know how hard it was to sell those like to explain to people like yeah you yeah. need to be paying you know 30 dollars more for this one compared to the previous one i yeah. can't really it's an update that's all i got for you i really wish i had bought that pikachu uh i think it was a 3ds or a 2ds the one that made it look like he had nipples uh from the camera i don't know if you remember that uh you know that was <laughs> That was when life was pure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So pure. So pure. <laughs> Pikachu had nipples. Pikachu had nipples. Uh, Capcom also did a presentation. This is going to be pretty quick. Uh, they said, I thought this was hilarious, that development has just started on DLC content for Resident Evil Village with more details promised to be coming later this year. Um <laughs> I haven't even fucking played 8, so I don't even give a shit about fucking DLC. I haven't, so. I've watched it someone beat it like five times in speed runs um looks great i can't wait to play it i just haven't yet yeah uh they also mentioned resident evil's latest multiplayer experience reverse will go live in july 2021 it's free if you already have resident evil village so uh shout out to them for doing this because they could have easily charged like 20 bucks for this standalone multiplayer experience but they're like hey you bought resident evil 8 here's a free multiplayer thing yeah, they're like You've rebought Resident Evil 2 on multiple things. Here you go. Yeah. Here's this for free. Yeah. 
The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles gets a new features trailer ahead of its PS4 and Switch and Steam release on the 29th of July. Another thing that they also showed, which I'm surprised is not in our recap here, but it's actually the thing I was most excited about for absolutely no fucking reason whatsoever. Uh, Danganronpa's coming to Switch. So it's going to be coming out as a collection, Danganronpa 1 through 3. And then it is they have one called Danganronpa S, which I believe is kind of like a tactical RPG featuring Danganronpa characters. So if you haven't fucking played Danganronpa yet, do it now. Uh, now is the time to do it. But also, no, fuck that. Play it on PlayStation with with fucking trophies. All right, don't with be a fucking, fucking asshole. Get fucking trophies. All right, this is what we're all about: trophies. This is your number one trophy hunting podcast. Eat yeah. shit crawl. Um, all we do crawl. is eat shit crawl, getting those trophies. That's basically, that's basically my whole life. I have to go to the DMV tomorrow. Did I tell you? No. Yeah, they basically gave me the card saying that I passed my motorcycle endorsement test, and now I just have to take that card, bring it to the DMV, and have them reprint my license with the little thing on the back that says, hey, also motorcycles. Oh, why didn't they do that just like when they approved it? Uh, because they don't do that at MTI, the motorcycle Oh, so training why don't they? Apparently. They don't do that, I guess. That's like a state thing that I have to go to. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck now you're making me go on my day off to go to the DMV. Fuck All right, You government. know what I brought? Well, I'm not going to say I'm going to bring a gun to the DMV, but if, you know, because it's a federal building, but I'm just saying it would be understandable if I did. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was it for E3. It was honestly not that great. Yeah, they had a couple other things. Uh, they mentioned like Fatal Frame, Maiden of Blackwater, is going to be coming out later this year. Uh, they showed a little bit more from Mario Plus Rabbids. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is getting a Switch port. Um, they showed Just Dance 2022 on Switch. Naturally, Hell yeah. It's gonna be- How does one even play that game on a Switch Lite? You, you, don't, play it on a, you don't play it on the Switch Lite. That's the thing. You can't dock it. <laughs> um, that's why you get it for PS5. That's why you, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you like dancing games, play Just Dance, or just get Persona Five dancing all night, or more importantly, Persona Dance in Four real life. dancing all night, or go to a disco. <sighs> a game that I got double platinum in, uh, Persona Four dancing all night on PS4 and uh, Vita. And then I'm surprised that they didn't put Ultra Despair Girls in that collection because right now the only way you can play Danganronpa Ultra Despair Girls, I don't know if it's on if it's on Steam or not, but it's uh you can only play it on the Vita. Guess everyone should get a fucking Vita. Danganronpa one and two, visual novels that revolve around murder mis- murder mysteries. One taking place in a high school, one taking place on a uh like resort island. And they're like, hey, first game phenomenal second great game also phenomenal murder mysteries right interactive story right why don't we turn the third game into a third person shooter featuring characters from danganronpa so i'm just gonna say spike chunsoft i appreciate your craziness and what you do and uh give me more danganronpa i'm always here for it i think can you see i have a monokuma somewhere up there He's 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 in all our hearts right now. In all of our hearts. Yeah, he's the president of Host Peak Academy. He basically tells all of them, "Hey, if you want to leave this fucking school, you better start killing each other." And I'm like, you know what? 
Shout out to you. <laughs> you know, you're you're not wrong. You're no. not wrong. <laughs> so tell me, Kelsey, overall, over the last four days that we've been basically forcing ourselves to watch all the coverage and try to <laughs> consolidate it into two separate episodes. I love that our first episode was like an hour and a half, and then this one's like, we're not even in an hour yet. Um, but tell me, this year overall about E3, how did you feel about it? And was there anything that actually surprised you or made you look forward to something that you weren't before? Um, I do. I have to say uh, Elden Ring, even though I'm unsure of my feelings, that's probably the thing I'm most excited for because I feel like no matter what, I'm still going to have fun, even if I don't like it. Um, wasn't really surprised by anything, mostly because like because they didn't have E3 last year. I wasn't expecting much this year, so I there wasn't anything that really surprised me. Hmm. Yeah. You mean you weren't surprised at a new Mario plus Rabbids game that didn't Not blow your fucking shit, at all. That didn't uh, what's the term? I'm surprised Flick they did your skirt up. I'm surprised they didn't already have more the way that shit sells. <laughs> you mean Just Dance getting another yearly franchise didn't surprise you in the slightest? No. Baby, that's just like Call of Duty. That's just like NBA and Madden every year. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will say this. It was definitely, it felt like a lackluster year for me personally, just in terms of like the things that I'm interested in. Like I said, yeah. Capcom having its own thing, Square having its own thing. It just felt like I mean, Warner Brothers had its own thing. It just felt like, man, you guys are really trying to fill up time to make this like a thing. But I'm I'm still happy that E3 is happening in some form. And then I hope hopefully next year if PlayStation is there, or at least if it's not that, it, it does go back to the spectacle that it was before. Because E3, I'm not going to lie, there are some days where I leave work early for E3. Um, especially usually on Monday or Tuesday when PlayStation would do their thing. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm, it's... Because of COVID, I feel like nothing feels that exciting in, anymore. Like, I am happy that it happened, for sure. I'm so happy that it actually went on. But, you know, hopefully it will just get better and better now that we're all getting somewhat back to normal. Yeah, I... um. I will say the things that I was surprised at. I'm surprised that they did another 2D Metroid um just because it's 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 weird it's well not weird but it's not really common to see franchises like that for instance start off into 2d and then like on the wii and on the gamecube metroid made the transition into 3d and then it's just weird to see them go back because i think that does kind of take a lot of courage but i feel like they know kind of where their bread is buttered because as much as like you always hear about people being like, oh, where's Metroid? Where's the new Metroid? Blah, blah, blah. Metroid does not really sell that great for Nintendo. It really right. doesn't. That's why you don't really get Metroids. Okay. That's like when that's why you don't get F Zero when everyone's like, when's the when's the new F Zero game coming out? Well, it's probably not gonna sell all that great. Mm -hmm. Um, so for them to do a new 2D Metroid and I saw some of the gameplay and they had like an interview with, um, some of the developers afterwards. And I watched almost the whole thing and I was like, huh, if I was a smarter person 
and was good at backtracking, I would totally get into this fucking game because it looked awesome. And it's called Dread for a reason because there's like some enemies that like you're shooting at them and nothing happens and you have to find a way around that. And it's kind of like that sense of like abandonment. And that's the thing about Metroid. It's like when you see it, it's like, yeah, you're this character that's by yourself in like this fucking ship or whatever, surrounded by enemies. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there should be something there for me. But like I said, I'm just dumb as fuck. So. Um, but yeah, no, I was surprised in that. I was definitely surprised by Kazuya being in Smash. Um, but being surprised is never a good thing. I mean, no, I'm sorry. No, let me take that back. Being surprised is not always a good thing. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. Kazuya in Smash. Eh, it is what it is. Um, what else? Advanced Wars. It was nice to hear that that's coming back. Uh, I never played it and I have no intention of playing it. But honestly, I'm just excited for all the people who I've heard over the years just gush about how much they love Advanced Wars. And now you have like a new a new way of experiencing it. So um, I'm definitely happy for people to get to experience that. So shout out, you know, shout out to them. Dying Light 2, of course. Um, I'm going to be playing the fuck out of that when it comes out. Um and yeah, until then, I'll probably just be here uh, trying to raise my Digimon. Uh, I just DNA Digivolved, XVMon, and Stingmon, which of course everyone remembers, turns into Pyildramon. Uh, and then I have to do like six more things to turn him into three different Digimon. Imperial Dramon, Imperial Dramon Dragon. That sounds mode, fucking awful. Imperial Dramon Burst Mode or some shit like that. Um, it's kind of like picking between your favorite children and then forcing them to fuck. That might have been a terrible analogy. Everyone should watch Digimon. Way better than Pokemon, I will say. After that, I don't want to watch <laughs> Digimon. <laughs> I'm so good. Gotta catch them all, Digimon. <laughs> uh stupid gym leaders you fucking why why would you have a gym of solely fire pokemon you mean one person could just come in with a mid-tier squirtle and wreck your whole fucking gym because <laughs> you decided to have solely fire pokemon that does not make sense to me okay my Mon turned into the literal devil to destroy the real world in digimon okay literal devil <laughs> so supremely better if i could rewrite history it would definitely be to make digimon more popular than pokemon because it would definitely deserves to be a hundred percent i just never understood why it did it like um because some people are just baby ass babies and they like you know kid shit fuck you pikachu oh okay stupid ass cheeks get your cheeks thunderclapped oh my god I do like Gengar uh, and I really like Cubone because they're fucking cute as fuck I do like Gengar Gengar is probably one of my favorite Pokemon um, and Giratina of course Greninja great Pokemon design the problem is with me is like Pokemon designs are so the ones that are good are just so far and in like in in between movie and then they started adding like mega level digivolutions to pokemon like oh here's a mega charizard and i'm like this is just dumb like you're just adding like more tails or like there's no it i'm like where's the creativity it's like oh here's blastoise and he's got 
two guns now. He's got three guns. Oh, shit. Talk to me when we can start making chimeras in the fucking game, okay? I want to forge that little boy trainer with that ponytail. (laughs) I will say this, though. There is a chimera mon. Season two of Digimon, he takes like six champion Digimon and like fuses them together. And four humans. And probably that's where the dick came from. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. For this episode of the Gaming Disorder Podcast, I have been your host, Forte Jorge. She has obviously been Okelse. Wrapping up our E3 coverage, we are fucking tired. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for these news outlets that have to like properly cover E3 as opposed to us that just like shittily recap the things that we had remote interest in. Yeah, the only things we actually care about. Um, because I know like a lot of people in the industry who I listen to on podcasts and things like that. Um, and I've literally not listened to any video game podcast during E3. I did not want the content to like bleed over. Yeah. Um, but they're like, we fucking hate working E3. It's like sleepless nights, fucking people staying up, writing reports. You saw I just started listing shit off at one point. So it's because I'm not here to like, if you want to see the E3 press conference, you can watch the E3 press conference. I'm not going to come here and just verbatim repeat the whole conference right. to you. Okay. It's like, boom, in and out. It's like a hand job. All right, you know what you're getting. It's still good at the end, and you know there's minimal cleanup afterwards. <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh, no, okay, yep. No, say it. No, say it, say it. I had a very interesting thought behind that, behind your eyes, and I, I'm, I need to know now. No, no, saying it. it's fine. Say We're it. great. I'm going to bed. <laughs> okay, text it to me. Okay. Did it have to do with your dad? <laughs> no, we were just talking okay. about hand jobs. <laughs> well, the first thing I was gonna is like, I wonder what you know that TikTok. It's like, what's the song you've gotten railed to the most? And yeah. Like, what song? Like, what disco song? What's your dad's favorite disco song? You you have his number. You text him. I should and be like, hey, how do you feel about like Boney M? You know, like that very obscure group that only I know. Text apparently. him tomorrow. You're off work. He's retired. Let's go. Just text him all day. <laughs> He's off work forever. Just text him all fucking day. Uh, maybe the DMV and be like, hey, man, real quick. What's your favorite BG song? <laughs> Swear to God, if you say staying alive, I'm just going to stop talking to you from now on. <laughs> Better be Night Fever. All right. They'll probably be like, I don't even really care about the BGs. That would be awesome if you said that because I love the Bee Gees. And then I'd be like, oh, you know, we don't have to always like the same things. It just means I'll never really love you. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye.